0: to Car Radio you're on 910 AM, the Superstation. I'm Henry Payne, auto columnist for the Detroit News. Great to have you on the program in this happy 2022 New Year. Happy New Year to everybody, and uh, welcome to our noon to 2 p.m. space for the best car radio show in all of Michigan. Got a great show for you today. We're going to be talking to Nicole Kratz who is the chief engineer of the all-new Chevy Silverado EV. That's right, EV is an electric vehicle, the first electric Silverado pickup. Uh, very exciting uh, We're we'll talking to Nicole about the uh, details of that uh, vehicle. Harvey Briggs is going to join us uh, uh, talking Subaru, uh, as well as the uh, chief product designer for that uh, WRX uh, pocket rocket, Michael Reddick. Uh, lots to talk about on Subaru WRX. Uh, Manny Katakis, uh, with Muscle Cars and Trucks. He's also going to join us, talk a little bit more about the Chevy Silverado. He and I have, uh, walked, got a walk around of that car with Nicole Kratz and her team uh, out in the Warren studio, and it was pretty exciting. Uh, Paul Chorney joining us from BASF, talking about what the hot colors were in 2021, the year just behind us. So. Lots to get to here on the program today. Call us at 313-778-7600, as always, if you want to join the conversation. And let's kick off the conversation with Nicole Kratz. Nicole, how are you?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: Yeah, doing uh, good. Happy New Year to you.
1: Thanks for having me on your show. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited to talk about our Silverado EV today. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, uh, yeah, you guys are kicking off the uh, New Year in Style uh, down there in CES, the Consumer Electronics Show, with this big new truck. And, and Nicole, um, you know, you're an engineer. You've been in this game for a while. Uh, but it's got to be really exciting uh, for you folks uh, to, to be dealing with new tools. I mean, this, this, is a, this is a very different Silverado from the gas engine uh, Silverado's we've dealt with in the past. Just, just talk about uh, your approach to an electric platform for a pickup. How, how is it different?
1: Yeah, this is a really great time for us and having the opportunity to be able to take a clean plate approach in our new Silverado EV. We're um, using the scale and flexibility of our Altium battery platform to really be able to build an all-new full-size pickup truck from the ground up with the um, performance capability and durability that the Silverado nameplate has been come to known by many of our customers, but improving on the capability and performance and really taking advantage of what an EV architecture has to offer. And it's been an amazing journey for us, and we're so glad to be able to finally talk publicly about everything that the team has been working on.
0: Yeah, you uh, you mentioned this is an all new platform. Obviously, the uh, the Silverado EV is is gaining a lot of comparisons to the Ford F one hundred and fifty Lightning. And in, in the case of Ford, they chose to go with a traditional ladder frame uh, chassis for their first electric vehicle. You, you guys are taking the Ultium platform, uh, which which has gone to uh, undergird the the new Cadillac Lyric as well as other. Vehicles coming uh, uh, from other brands. So, you guys have really gone for a radical clean sheet here. Uh, why did you guys choose that approach?
1: You know, there's a lot that an EV uh, pickup truck and platforms have to offer if we really build from the ground up. So, being able to take the Altium battery structure and integrate that into the pickup truck's um, body structure allows us to have a very non traditional look and um, design. One of the biggest enablers is our 400 miles of range, and we can only do that with having this Ultium battery structure underneath the truck instead of a traditional framed vehicle where we wouldn't be able to have packed as many batteries and cells underneath it. And we know that one of the big um, opportunities for folks to move to the EV um, space is range. And having 400 miles of range is a huge opportunity for the Silverado EV. The other thing that it does is lower our center of gravity, provides a, a stiffer structure, and so we have much more refined and comfort comfortable uh, ride and handling dynamics. So I think customers are going to be really surprised and delighted by the drive and the capability with that 400 miles of range.
0: Yeah, I, I own a uh, Tesla Model Three, and, and anybody who. Uh, spends any time with a new bee, in, instantly gets the lower center of gravity of having all these batteries underneath the floor. And uh, that's certainly uh, going to be a huge benefit in a pickup that naturally rides uh, high up. Uh, when I was walking around the truck with you, too, I mean, you guys have really integrated this structure uh, in, into the entire uh, pickup. I mean, uh, there's the, sort of the signature design on this vehicle is is the uh, sort of flying buttress uh, um, C-pillar. A lot of folks are comparing that to the Chevy Avalanche. Uh, Does the Ultium battery allow you to to make a a more rigid structure overall uh, that benefits a pickup?
1: Absolutely. The structure itself is um, a large portion of the rigidity and the structural integrity of the body structure and allowing us to um, get rid of the traditional separation between the pickup bed and the cab. It allowed us to do um, designs that are all new, like our mid-gate, where we're able to extend the pickup bed. And then also um, the buttress that you're describing, we, we call our sail panels. Those are designed to keep the airflow attached to the vehicle, even rearward of the cabin as you go rearward towards the end of the truck. And that again enables this 400 miles of range, great aerodynamic performance, and great performance overall for the customers.
0: Yeah, there's uh, you know, there's there's so much that goes into any pickup truck, and uh, and it's fascinating to go uh, nose to tail on this uh, vehicle and see how different it is uh, from the gas truck. You're you're I remember the first time. I saw uh, another electric car, the Lucid Air, up in uh, New York Auto Show, and the designer of that vehicle uh, was coming over from Mazda, and he was just so thrilled to have this new platform. It just opened up so many different things to him. I had a similar conversation with your colleague Ryan Vaughn, who's the designer of this truck. Um, is is the, the the other, in addition to the style, the signature of this truck? Is going to be this mid gate, this multiplex mid gate that you guys uh, 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 have developed for this truck. Is that something that you could do on a gas, uh, on a gas engine truck?
1: Um, you know, the, the gas engine truck could certainly have done it. I don't think that it would have been as efficient, and I think that it offers an opportunity by having the body structure connected across the cab and the pickup truck bed. Uh, being able to put that midgate into this EV pickup allows us to extend the bed usage. We've got a five foot eleven bed already, which is really great in terms of length in the EV pickup space today. And then when you use the midgate and fold it down, you can get nine feet of covered storage still between the cab and the pickup bed with the tunnel cover attached. And then also up to ten feet ten inches, you know, almost eleven feet of cargo space. And we also put a 60-40 split into that mid-gate because we felt it was important to allow flexibility and cargo capability to our customers. So we can put a rear seat passenger in the back of that pickup truck while they're pulling something, while they're um, carrying something like a kayak or long pieces of um, lumber. And so we really have tried to design in every detail in the pickup truck with function, um, flexibility, cargo space, storage, you know, everything has gone in to really reimagine what this easy architecture can allow and provide to our customers.
0: Yeah, I think uh, folks who get into uh, a new silver these days are already blown away by the multiplex tailgates. I mean, that's uh, uh, such, such a uh, revolutionary piece on the tailgate. And then you combine that with the midgate. On this vehicle, and there are just so many options with the bed, and of course, that's what pickup trucks are all about—is the bed. It's really cool. Um, uh, go up front, Nicole, and talk about how much the front end changes—not not only in styling, but also—you don't have an engine there anymore. You guys uh, got a lot of space to deal with with, with the front trunk.
1: Yeah, that's right. So, of course, the styling is much more muscular, sleek, and sculpted across the whole truck. Um, without an engine in the front of the truck, we were allowed to recompartmentalize the front, the um, center cab space, as well as the pickup bed itself. And in the front, we've got a uh, trunk, as we call it, the e-trunk, which allows you to carry cargo underneath the hood. It's sealed. Uh, it's out of the way. It's um, locked. And I think that customers are really going to enjoy this feature out of an EV vehicle.
0: I'm a a huge funk fan. (laughs) It's it's kind of an awkward term, but uh, I use it all the time uh, in my Tesla, and it's just enormous in this uh, Silverado EV. You guys can get uh, what three, three pieces of luggage. How many golf bags can you get up there?
1: We are not finished designing the entire vehicle, so um, we're not putting all of the various specs together for the front yet today. As we get closer to production, we'll have more specific numbers for you, but, you know, it's a very usable space, and we're doing everything that we can to give the most cargo flexibility to the customers, really, across the entire vehicle.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a reminder that the vehicles uh, won't be here till. Uh, late 2023 in the uh, RST uh, version uh, you'll get a work truck to um, to uh, uh, corporate customers in the spring of, of next year uh, talk about that a little bit with Nicole as you there's a big emphasis here on uh, the work truck in addition to the retail truck that's coming how how, how are they different in approach <clears throat>
1: Yeah, the work truck is really about um, supporting our fleet customers and their sustainable goals um, with wanting to have a sustainable future. The ESG demands, the environmental social governance demands of their um, green investors. And so we're starting with our fleet model first. That model still carries with it 400 miles of range. We also have the um, off-board power capability both in the work truck and the RSC that offers up to 10.2 kilowatts of off-board charging. And what that really means for customers, especially in suite but also retail, is that they can use the flexibility of this battery pack. There's 24 miles, there's 400 miles of range. If you want to use all of that uh, battery capability for driving 400 miles, great. But we're also offering flexibility for folks to be able to power their tools at their job site, campsite. We can even power your home. And then also, we can power another EV and give them battery power if they don't have the range to get back to their location or to another charging station. And so really, flexibility is what's built into this architecture. The 400 miles of range um, comes along with 350 kilowatts of DC fast charge, which means that you can charge this 100 miles in 10 minutes. So the opportunity to be able to use this battery and use this EV truck for your needs is really endless.
0: Yeah, that's a big deal, and that's uh, something the Ultium Ultium platform brings is this 800 volt uh, capability, which is the best in the industry. I, uh, I think your counterpart on the Hummer EV is Al Oppenheiser, uh, who's a uh, who's a fascinating individual too. You, you guys must. Uh, uh, must uh, enjoy sharing uh, some engineering uh, between these two vehicles. They're both on the same platform. They're both enormously capable. I think yeah, the the, um, the Hummer EV guys advertise crab walk. You guys are able to take advantage of uh, this four-wheel capability, too. You have a four-wheel steer capability, don't you?
1: Yeah, that's right. Al and I uh, work very closely together, and the Hummer EV is an amazing super truck. We've taken the Silverado EV and used definitely some architectural components and parts from the Hummer EV, including the same um, Altium battery platform. We have rear steer offered in the Silverado EV RST First Edition, and what that really allows folks is great cornering and turning circles as well as um, at higher speed, trailering dynamics. The RST offers up to 10,000 pounds of trailering, and we have a future model coming with up to 20,000 pounds of trailering. So having rear steer helping keep the trailer settled and making the driving experience with a heavier trailer an amazing experience is something that we're very excited to offer our customers.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I've done a, I've been in the Hummer EV and done, a, uh, I think, a 30-degree turning radius. It's pretty remarkable when you get to uh, – all four wheels turning like that. Nicole, uh, congratulations on the on the truck. Lots to come here in the next uh, in the next year, and uh, look forward to seeing more of you.
1: Thank you so much. I appreciate it. We're we're happy to be here.
0: All right, we're going to take a break here and hear from our sponsors, and on the other side, we're going to shift gears and talk about the manual six speed Subaru WRX it's on Car Radio nine ten AM.
2: Are you drowning in debt? Struggling just to make minimum payments? It's not your fault. Serious debt can happen to anyone, but there is hope. Our debt-free program has helped thousands of good people, just like you, eliminate their credit card debt. Call us today, and we will dramatically reduce your credit card debt down to just a fraction of what you owe. The call is free. The consultation is free. Take control of your credit debt. Take control of your life again. Call now to see how our debt-free program can work for you. Call 800-872-5230. If you or a loved one underwent hernia surgery between 2010 and 2016 and then suffered serious complications, call right now. You may be entitled to financial compensation. Complications associated with Fizomesh include chronic pain, infection, adhesions, mesh migration, reopening of the hernia, and other serious injuries. Call right now. Call 1-800-799-2091. Again, that's 1-800-799-2091. Attention, in July 2018, Bayer announced that it will be halting its sales of Assure. The Assure birth control may break or migrate after insertion, puncturing the fallopian tube, resulting in corrective surgery to remove the device. Thousands of women have reported debilitating health problems to the FDA. In April 2018, the FDA restricted sales of Assure to protect women and required that patients receive risk information.
3: Please call 800 425 9539 Hi, I'm Hunter Ellis, and this is Atomic Beam USA. Another bright idea from Bulbhead, the ultra bright, tough grade flashlight that features tactical technology used by U.S. Special Forces. This flashlight has a feeble 125 lux output. The Atomic Beam USA has up to 5,000 lux. That's 40 times more. We're going to drop it hundreds of feet from this helicopter. It hits the tarmac, and it's still working. That's what I call a tough flashlight. Heavy downpours, mud puddles, even extreme temperatures are no match. You could spend over $100, or the Atomic Beam USA can be yours for just $19.99 with free lifetime guarantee. Order now. You can double it and get a second Atomic Beam USA. Just pay a separate fee, and we'll even ship them to you for free. Atomic Beam USA is just $19.99. Order now.
2: Call 1-800-638-2619 to get your Atomic Beam USA. Call now or go to AtomicBeam.com. So call 1-800-638-2619. Deluxe version available. Order now.
4: 910 a.m. Superstation has the greatest advertising deal ever with our Godfather package. 200 spots for $500 with a must-air within 30-day policy. That is only $2.50 per spot, and we believe in produce the spots free. That's right, free. Call Jamie Harrington now at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566.
0: Welcome back into uh, 10 a.m. The Superstation. You're on Car Radio with Henry Payne, and we're joined by Harvey Briggs, good friend of the program. He is the publisher and founder of Rides and Drives, a uh, great website. I highly recommend it. And uh, leading that webpage uh, today as a review of the Subaru WRX. Harvey, how are you?
5: I'm great, Henry. How are you?
0: i'm doing good doing good happy new year. How are things looking in the new year there in uh, wisconsin
5: uh actually very cold right now but uh you know fortunately uh it's uh it's all good we're We're looking forward to a great year with a lot of great vehicles coming our way to review and uh also, um, you know, I've got some other trips planned on the horizon, so hopefully everything will, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have another year that feels closer and closer to normal out here.
0: Yeah, I, I, uh, you know, and getting a, a vehicle like the Subaru WRX in the market uh, is uh, feels normal. I mean, this is a vehicle we've had uh, in the market for a long time. Uh, it's It's an iconic vehicle. It's loved by... Uh, Subaru owners, as well as uh, motorheads like you and me, very capable uh, vehicle, and and it works in the winter. I mean, it works in cold weather <laughs> like uh, yeah. you and I are having right now. I mean, this is a this is a pocket rocket that is a twelve that's it's a it's a it's a twelve month uh, a year vehicle, and uh, is, is just as capable on a slick road as it is on an asphalt road. I mean, I to me. This is one of the best cars in the market, just because it can do everything.
5: Yeah, I agree with you i I, I was really impressed with the updates they made to it. Uh, it is much more drivable on a daily basis now than previous generations. The platform is much more rigid, which allows them to make the suspension more sophisticated. So it can go from, you know, driving it uh nine tenths on a gravel road to cruising on a freeway without it feeling compromised in either situation. Um, give give me that and the six speed manual transmission and the new engine uh that they put in it which allows you to take advantage of the power and uh it's um it's a car I would own for sure.
0: Yeah, it's really good. It uh, it lives in the same segment as uh, vehicles like the Volkswagen GTI and the and the Mazda 3 Turbo. And interestingly, the Mazda 3 Turbo, I think, is the first uh, vehicle in this uh, in this fishbowl to have all-wheel drive along with the Subaru. I mean, if you go over forty thousand dollars, you can get a Uh, You can get a VW Golf uh, type, a VW Golf R with all-wheel drive, but I think in this uh, thirty-thousand-dollar space, um, the the Subaru has always been the only all-wheel-drive choice until this Mazda Three Turbo showed up.
5: Right, and and that's. You know that's obviously where Subaru made their bones early on was in all-wheel drive, and I think the interesting story about this car is how it went from sort of a frumpy all-wheel drive sedan in the um, in the uh, uh, Legacy uh, and then um, or in Impreza, in, in and then they took it rallying. And added this, you know, sort of badass attitude to it, and it it became this cult hit. Uh, and and having spent the day in the new one, I can really under, understand why and why it should continue.
0: Yeah, I mean these the roads that you and I were testing it on out in California, uh, they're 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 very challenging uh, roads. They're asphalt, but very challenging roads. It was slick, and this this car was. Was just loving it. I mean, it's it's, it's a remarkably uh, capable vehicle on uh, difficult roads. The um, uh, you mentioned the all new platform, um, which the Impreza is on, and which this vehicle is on as as well. Uh, it, it's really good. It undergirds most uh, Subarus coming to market these days. But Harvey, you know, one of the things that interested me about this generation WRX is that it doesn't set, share a, a single. Uh, 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 sheet metal panel with the Impreza. I mean, they really are, Subaru really is breaking this WRX and it's, uh, even more powerful, uh, sibling, the STI, in, into their own model line, aren't they?
5: yeah and i you know I think that's smart um first of all one of the, you know one of the great things about um, doing platform architecture the way most manufacturers are now is it's become easier and easier to make those minor changes to separate vehicles within a product line, so you know they can stretch the wheelbase on this an inch and uh still um, and and differentiate it where it needs to be without adding huge amounts of cost to the process. So um, that's, that's one of the things, you know, the little secrets of the auto industry that's really changing the way things can do, uh, you know, they can do things from a manufacturing standpoint. And so They've been able to create its own character, and you know, I've I put my tongue in my cheek in the story and talked about that it's not the most beautiful car I've ever seen, but it is certainly purposeful, and you know, you can see in the fender flares and in the hood scoop and that where they've really made it feel and look different from the uh, the Impreza.
0: Yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, striking. Uh, Looking vehicle. I've I've been on the uh, racetrack as well, uh, driving a BMW M3 against a uh, Subaru uh, WRX STI, uh, which has more horsepower. And it's remarkable how capable uh, these vehicles are. I learned a uh, name in your review, Lewis H Sullivan. I did not, I did not know who Lewis H Sullivan was until I read review. Uh, There's a wonderful line in your review in which you say Subaru is so committed to the philosophy of function over form and make the works of Louis H. Sullivan look flamboyant and shallow. <laughs> uh, 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 talk, uh, elaborate on that line a little bit.
5: Well, you know, Sullivan is known for the quote, form follows function. And his that was his philosophy of architecture. It was all about function first, and then you'll add the form. And it's clear from you know the way Subaru designs cars, they really think about the function first. Um, whether it is you know the Outback and all the utility they bring to it, or um, you know the um, uh, this Impreza, where the, and this WRX, where they're trying to separate it from the Impreza and make it more aggressive and more suited to its task. Um, you know, they they do that without a lot of flair and fanfare. It's it's not like a Toyota, you know, um, where you see a lot of creases and angles and and uh, architectural adornments, you know, design adornments to the vehicle. Everything on the Subaru is purposeful. All the vents are functional. You know, there's no none of that sort of plasticky tacked-on uh, stuff uh, that isn't there for a purpose.
6: Yeah, and as, and as
0: purposeful as this vehicle is, uh, a six-speed manual, I mean, this is, this is a driver's car. Uh, it is, it is uh, not immune to the uh, technical upgrades that we're seeing across the industry. And, and the, uh, the WRX, I find much more pleasant uh, inside now, too. Not only have the seats been significantly upgraded, but it's got one of those big 12-inch screens that seem to be ubiquitous in the industry.
5: Yeah. And um, you know, I that, the screen really draws your attention and, and as, as screens go it's it's brilliant. It you know, has uh, great crisp graphics and all that stuff. I think their interface is still a little clunky. Um, you know, I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly what function I was trying to figure out how to operate I, um, on the car, but I had to try to, um, you know, flip through a few screens before I could find what I was looking for. And, you know, that's the kind of thing that I think is if you own the vehicle, you get more comfortable with it. But it, it's not as immediately intuitive as, say, the system in Hyundai is, which I find to be best in class.
0: Yeah, the Hyundai is, uh, is excellent. Uh, Jeep's U Connect I find uh, to be superb. Um, and uh, yeah, and I, it's, it's, I think all these manufacturers are uh, with the electronics on at their fingertips uh, there are so many toys at their disposal they're, they're still trying to figure out what's, what, which part is touchscreen and which they still have to do with buttons uh, harvey we're going to uh, take a break here here from our uh, advertisers and uh, stick with us way'll we'll, we'll uh, pick up again on the other side of the break
6: perfect
4: Detroit People's Platform thanks those who joined us in 2021 to fight for affordable, accessible housing, improve public transit, economic development that prioritizes neighborhoods and charter amendments. In 2022, join us that we may live the rights that our ancestors fought and died for. Hold elected officials accountable. Unite our power. Win policies that benefit low-income families. And organize to advance racial justice in the nation's largest majority black city. Visit DetroitPeople'sPlatform.org or follow us at Detroit People's to maintain, protect, and defend majority black Detroit.
3: We all love fried food, but the problem is all that excess oil and fat can cause you to become overweight. Well, now there's the Cook Light Aero Fryer, an amazing kitchen miracle that uses air to fry instead of oil, so you can have the same delicious flavor and crispiness of deep frying using little or no oil. Get that deep fried taste and crispiness with up to 70% fewer calories. Enjoy crispy, delicious fries with little or no oil, guilt-free onion rings, cheesy and delicious mozzarella sticks. Call now and bring the Cook Light Arrow Fryer into your home, including the Cooklight Fryer Recipe Book, the unique patented dual tray, air frying mesh basket and tongs, and stainless steel extender ring. You'll get it all for five easy payments of $29.95. Be one of the first 500 cars and get this 13-piece knife set a $175 value, yours free. Try Cooklight Fryer for 30 days. If you don't love it, send it back. But keep the 13-piece knife set as our gift to you. We're in the next 10 minutes and we'll include free shipping. Call now or go online to air2fry.com. That's air2fry.com.
1: I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help.
2: I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Since 2014, Addiction Hope and Helpline has answered calls for recovery and treatment 24-7, 365 days a year. If you're depressed, drinking, using drugs, or taking pills, call now and talk to someone who cares.
1: I had problems just getting to sleep, drinking, and using pills every night.
2: I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Most insurance covers substance abuse. You can get back on track. Call now for hope and help with proven general recovery programs.
1: I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs.
2: I have
4: something to hold on to for strength. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need.
2: Call 800-379-4799, 800-379-4799.
4: but 9, 10 a.m. can give you this much excitement. I'm Henry Payne,
2: auto
0: columnist for Detroit News. You are on Car Radio. Full swing here on Saturday. Well, I just had a stream coming through here talking about cool cars, classic cars, hot rods, muscle cars. We've got a great lineup for you today. Best Car Radio show in all of Michigan. Catch it all right here on
4: 9, 10 a.m. Superstation.
0: Welcome back to Car radio. We're talking with Harvey Briggs, uh, editor at rides and drives about the new so, Subaru WRX new for 2022. And uh, Harvey, one of the things uh, I'm excited about uh, this WRX is uh, the segment as a whole is robust. I mean, we're in an SUV age. Uh, everybody's making SUVs. Everybody wants SUVs. And yet this last year, We've seen not only an all-new Subaru WRX, we've seen an all-new Honda Civic SI, all-new VW Golf GTI. Uh, These automakers aren't giving up on this segment. I think that's exciting
5: yeah i i agree with you you know for those of us who love to drive um there's little satisfaction in the mainstream s u v uh and and so making sure that these kind of cars stick around is is really important um and and making them this well. You know, the GTI is, is again, a, a step up. They did a great job there. I haven't driven the new Civic yet, but I'm I'm looking forward to that. Um, this car is a huge improvement from the previous generation. And, and for guys like us who like our manual transmissions, it it is a rarity. And, and the thing I was really interest, intrigued by was when they told us that of all WRXs sold have manual transmissions. So it's pretty clear the people who buy this car are uh, spiritually aligned with you and I.
0: Yeah, that's that's exciting. And, uh, you know, that's I guess what's wonderful about this uh, American market is just this incredible uh, diversity of product, and clearly the uh, manufacturers still see this niche for the manual cars, Ah, uh, you've driven these cars over generations. I mean, they're all icons in their own uh, right. Uh, which one would you? Which one would you pick? And and throw the uh, throw the Mazda 3 Turbo in there as well. That's uh, um, that, that's a re- refreshing, but also very different interpretation of an all-wheel drive platform.
5: Yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I drove that um, a, a little while ago, and, and that new turbo engine transforms that car. Um, I, I really like the power in it. Um, you know, I, it's it's interesting. I tend to fall always fall in love with the last car I drive. Um, it, it's a weird thing. I I I was really impressed with the Subaru. I personally have a very long and emotional relationship with the GTI my first new car was uh, was a uh, mark 1 GTI and, and I've always had a soft spot in my heart for that um, you know it, what happens with these is for me I'd probably end up in a GTI just because of that passion but these cars are all so good that it's not anymore about which is better and which is worse. It's more about which speaks to you and which fits you. You know, uh, you and I are both pretty tall, so sometimes that changes the the equation on what car we're going to get into, right? Yeah,
0: that's yeah, it's interesting. I, I had a Mark One uh, GTI as well, um, called a Rabbit back in those days. And uh, and they've gotten these cars have gotten bigger, roomier. I mean, they're really uh, quite comfortable. And and when I look across the aisle at the luxury variants from uh, Audi, the S Class Audi or the uh, the BMW 2 Series, you know, with the new electronics, I, I gotta say I, I find it harder and harder to justify the extra 10 grand for a luxury car. I, I think these vehicles really have it all in the mainstream segment.
5: Yeah, I I agree with you. To me, um, this WRX, it it is almost more of a spiritual successor to the BMW 3 Series than the current 3 Series uh, in that it feels lighter, it feels simpler, it feels more purposeful where, you know, the new 3 Series is more about the luxury than it is almost about the driving.
0: Yeah, it's, it really is a driver's car. Uh, it, yeah, in the way that you go back to an old e, e, uh, E36 uh, BMW or something of that nature. Um, and then, as I say, without going over the top luxury, it, it's still got this uh, a wonderful 12-inch screen. It's got all the mod, modern uh, um, digital stuff in it. Uh, uh, you know, something like Apple CarPlay. Uh, once you got Apple CarPlay hooked up in a Subaru WRX, you don't need a fancy luxury navigation system.
5: Right. And, and so that's, that's going to be interesting as, as you move forward. And I remember years ago I was doing some car shopping and was publicly blogging about it. And the question was do I get a fully equipped mainstream branded vehicle or do I go for a, a base model? You know, a luxury mark that will fall more into my price point, and it, you know that that decision becomes clearer and clearer as the technology gap has uh, has dissipated both from uh, entertainment and a safety standpoint. you know um, It used to be adaptive cruise control was a luxury feature now. You can get it on almost any vehicle. You can't on the WRX right now because it only has a manual. But as soon as the automatics available, uh, it'll be on there. So it's, it's yeah. interesting to see how that gap is closing.
0: Yeah, it's it's really closing fast. Last question for you, Harvey. We still got another WRX coming. We got the STI, uh, presumably right. coming in a year, uh, that's going to uh, come on top of this. Uh, so what what do you think? What do you? What do you how, how's how's um, how's Subaru gonna one up the WRX with the STI?
5: Well, uh, you know, I, I'm I'm assuming first of all there's uh, power somewhere in there uh, that they can add a little more oomph to this engine. I um, you know making 271 horsepower out of a 2.4 liter engine is. Um, more than adequate, but there's I'm sure there's more headroom there. The other thing I think you'll see is a more aggressive drive um, train setup with the, you know, uh, torque vectoring and, and capabilities there. And then the suspension will get some serious upgrades as well on the STI version on on. on sure, uh, you know, they have the GT version of this which has adaptive suspension, so I'm assuming they'll take that and, and uh, tweak that for the STI. And you'll, you'll also have your wing, right? <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's right. Gotta, gotta have the wing. Well, Harvey, I appreciate your joining us today. Um, uh, go to Rise and Drives. Find all of Harvey's uh, great riding over there, and Harvey, have a great weekend.
5: You, too. Thanks so much, Henry. It's always great to talk to you.
0: All right. So from Subaru WRX, let's pivot back again to Chevy Silverado EV. We uh, kicked off the program uh, talking about uh, talking with Nicole Kratz, uh, the chief engineer for the Chevy Silverado EV. We're joined now by Nanny Katakis, who uh, is the founder of Muscle Cars and Trucks. And uh, Manny, welcome to the program. Andrew, great to be back. Yeah, happy New Year to you. And uh, uh, you know, it's 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 great great to have new toys in the market. Uh, the Chevy Silverado EV is a uh, is a spectacular new toy. But I was really struck by how Mary Barra introduced it at the Consumer Electronics Show. She introduced it as part of our commitment to climate equity
6: and sustainability. Is, is that how truck people talk? That is, uh, you know, 10 years ago. If you told me that Mary Barra was going to present um, an electric Silverado in the name of climate equity, um, I i would have just spit my drink out and left the table. I would have never. Um, but here we are. I think um, – GM's strategy is going to revolve a lot on how well uh, vehicles like the electric Silverado are going to do, because that's where the volume is. Um, I think at the end of the day, there's no getting around the fact that, that General Motors is foremost a truck maker, and you see it in, in the sales performance with Silverado with because they have two trucks, right? They have Silverado series, the Silverado series, the Sierra series, and then they have the whole family of body-on-frame SUVs, and all of them share a common architecture. So the scale and the profit margins on these vehicles is is better than anything else in their portfolio. Um, probably, arguably, besides maybe the Corvette. The Corvette uh, I hear has pretty pretty high profit margins. So um, you know, it's all based on how well these vehicles are going to do, and it is going to be shouldered on the Silverado. I'm not sure if the language is, is all there for attracting, we'll say, your, your typical Silverado customer, but then when you sort of peel that back, look at the spec sheet, um, be a little objective about it for what it is, and, and just kind of see that you have in front of you a 664-horsepower truck. Um, that can go from zero to 64 and a half seconds, and those performance stats are, are, are pretty impressive. They um, they are more powerful than the, the Silverado is more powerful than the Lightning um, by by not a, a, a major leap, but but quite a bit. And it also brings something to the table with, with the new you know kind of bringing back the Chevy Avalanche style midgate design. And you know I would love to ask uh, someone at, at Chevy right now why they didn't just call this thing the Avalanche, kind of restart um, an old beloved franchise um, with a fresh face rather than trying to communicate that you have um, a, a, a diesel Silverado, you have a gasoline Silverado, and now you have an electric Silverado, and with multiple cab variants price and price points and body styles and outputs and I think uh, at the at the end of the day, the Chevy dealer might have a hard time figuring out which way is up, and the customer might too.
0: yeah, I mean this this is a radically different truck uh, to your point. Uh, from the Silverado V. this is not just sticking batteries in the same old platform. This is a radically di- different truck uh, from from uh, nose to tail. Uh, Manny, let's uh, let's, let's uh, talk a little bit more here after the break. We're going to uh, hear from some of our sponsors, and we'll be right back with Manny Katakis on Car Radio.
1: Hi, I'm Joan London with A Place for Mom. Over the years, we've helped thousands of families find senior care, and today's senior living communities have never been better, with amazing amenities like movie theaters, exercise rooms and swimming pools, public cafes, bars and bistros, even pet care services. And nobody understands your options like the advisors at A Place for Mom. These are local expert advisors that will partner with you to find the perfect place and determine the right level of care, whether that's just a helping hand or full-time memory care. Best of all, it's a free service. Call today, a place for mom. You know your family, we know senior living. Together, we'll make the right choice.
2: Call a place for mom right now to get our free ebook on financing senior care as well as a free referral for senior living communities in your area. Call 1-800-436-2907. That's 1-800-436-2907.
4: My 38 is offering a great special that cannot be refused. Are you looking for a great deal on TV advertising? Are you searching for an avenue to get your business name out to the public? With My 38, we are offering a great special with 100 commercial ads for a great price. This offers for a 30-day ad placement. Please contact Jamie Harrington for more information at 248-357-4566. That's 248-357-4566 or email at jamie at my38detroit.com. The Word Network has been broadcasting inspirational messages around the world since the year 2000. And we keep getting bigger and better and more innovative, seen all around the world. We bring you the best teaching, impartation, singing, and inspiration. If you want original programming, we have that too. The Word Network is your exclusive source for all things inspiration. And we can be found on every device imaginable. If you want to be uplifted and inspired, you need the Word Network. Forty million.
2: That's the number of free phones still available and the number of how many Americans can still get
1: prescriptions free. Free could be wonderful. That's why I'm still working at 77 years old to pay off my prescriptions. I needed to have them
5: a prescription failed and I
1: had
4: to leave because I couldn't afford it.
2: Call now and see what's available for you. Free prescriptions. Over 10 million people get prescriptions free and the program has expanded so another 40 million can. Free dental. Over 15,000 dentists have provided over $330 million in free dental work. Free cell phones. 40 million free cell phones are still available with free minutes and more.
1: Free cell phone would change my life right now because it's something I cannot Afford to get
2: medical supplies like back braces, knee braces, and diabetic supplies may be covered too. The free RX Plus hotline has saved callers over $12 million on their prescription costs. These free programs are now available to 40 million more people. Call now.
0: Welcome back into Car Radio. You're on 910 AM Superstation with Henry Payne. I'm auto columnist for the Detroit News. And on the other end of the line with me is Matt Manny Manny Katakis, who is the founder of Muscle Cars and Trucks. And, uh, Manny, uh, we're talking Silverado uh, EV here. I was struck by uh, the, the two trims that Chevrolet is going to begin with on this vehicle. We're not going to see it uh, for another year. In uh, over another year, and work truck guys, but the first retail uh, vehicle that's going to come down the pike is a $105,000 Silverado RST. And if you spec the current gas engine RST, that's about $50,000 north of the current RST. I mean, th- th- this yeah. really appears to be a luxury play. Uh, with this new Silverado EV, would you agree?
6: Well, I, I would agree. We actually uh, at Muscle Cars and Trucks, we would, we were able to reserve one, um, and we also were able to reserve the work truck as well. So, you know, we've got we've got a long lead to uh, scrape the cash together and 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 go go forward with the the purchases, but. We went ahead and we actually we were we were early enough to get a, a Silverado um, EV RSC, which sold out in 12 minutes. You and I were both <clears throat> we were we were at a, a, an event. We were able to see the Silverado EV up close, and and I, I totally agree. It is a a luxury play. I think the design on the interior is pretty impressive. Um, the design director is actually he his roots are in Corvette, so. I think you're seeing a little bit of that that swiftness and that sportiness in the design language. Um, Interestingly enough, uh, I don't know if you went over this with with Nicole Kratz, but she did mention to us uh, at that event that the Silverado EV doesn't even have a start button, that that the truck is intuitive enough to activate when you're in the vehicle and then to turn itself off when you get out, which – um, I, I would love to experience that. That would be—it's a huge first for uh, for GM, and, and I think um, no one else is, is doing that right now. So it's it's it's, it's pretty it's pretty uh, impressive that they, that they're going through with that. Yeah, well, and that's uh,
0: and that's that's what it's like getting. I, I own a Tesla Model Three. That you get into a Tesla, and it's the same way. It Recognizes you. you. Don't have to press anything to turn it on. Uh, it's you know that's 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 very um, very state of the art in the electric age and and also very luxury and uh, in the truck game uh, when you talk to customers uh, it's not it's not unusual to talk to folks who look at a Mercedes and then they look, go look at a at a uh, Chevrolet High Country or they or they go look at a GMC Sierra I mean trucks have been playing in this luxury space for a long time we're we're now talking about a truck. At $105,000, it's the same price as a Porsche Taycan. Yeah, do you think do you think the Chevrolet
6: badge can play in that space? Uh, the, the statistic that is working in the favor is that more millionaires buy trucks than anything else. But when you look even within the truck segment, uh, I'm not going to go as far as look at Porsche Taycans or even if you're impatient with Tesla and you want a Cybertruck. If you're a truck customer, I think, I think the holy grail right now um, is the TRX. And that is, you can load one up, and I think the, the ignition addition for the 22 model year is, is coming in above 90, so a little under the Silverado EBRC, but you get 702 horsepower. The thing can jump and fly and, and go through all sorts of, of, of off-road obstacles. Over them, through them, around them, and it also makes all the right noises, and it's nice in size. So, when I think, you know, vehicles like Silverado EV, when I think um, Ford F one hundred and fifty Lightning, and then the price points on on their higher end models, as customers are only going to be able to to get at first the Silverado EVRC at one hundred and five grand, the work truck uh, at first is going to be just reserved for fleets, which you know, that's, that's their strategy, but eventually the work truck will become available. More trims will become available of Silverado EV starting in 2024, so even farther out, um, as well as the Trail Boss, which is an off-road variant electric truck. No one's really done that except Rivian at this point. But the TRX, to me, is, is, is still, like, kind of the truck to get. Um, you see them sort of – I see them everywhere right now. You see them at off-road parks. You see them cruising Woodward. I think they're they're doing this this job of, of replacing you know both muscle cars and performance vehicles and your family SUV and everything because it is truly like an everything in one vehicle and unless you really 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 want electric, uh, to me and for the money the TRX is it.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, you're you're right. I mean, you're looking at ninety thousand dollars for that vehicle. We're already over hundred thousand dollars with. Things like the uh, the, the, uh, the Jeep Grand Cherokee, uh, trackhawk. So we're certainly seeing these figures from other uh, performance vehicles. Um, uh, that's exciting. That you guys got uh, a couple on order. What, what are you uh, beyond the um, beyond getting into it and having the car, uh, having the truck uh, turn on right away? What What are you really looking forward to in this vehicle? What do you think separates? The uh, EV version from the gas version.
6: So there's a couple of of USTs here for sure. Um, The mid-gate design, I think, is something that people are really going to warm up to. I've always thought it was a pretty ingenious thing when I had it on the Avalanche. Uh, They've improved it uh, this generation, this go-around with uh, a a 60-40 split, so you don't have to fully commit to folding down your entire second row and and dropping the mid-gate. You can just open a section of it. You still have room for a passenger or two in the back, and then you can throw your kayak in there. Um, I think that's a, that's a smart play. I, I The performance numbers, I think, makes it the fastest Silverado on record. And if you, if you just want a quick truck, uh, there's your answer. Um, you know, this is also maybe for someone who didn't, have the seed to get a, a, a Hummer EV Edition 1, which, you know, started at, I think, 112 or $113,000. It's the same, you know, going back to GM scale on, on, on truck architecture, it's the same architecture as uh, the Silverado EV, and, and there's going to be a Sierra EV as well. So they all seem like they're going to be starting at six figures and above before they offer the, the cheaper variants. Um, if, that, if, if, if that's the direction they take, you know, hopefully it works. So yeah, it's, uh,
0: it's a lot, lots to look I forward to. I, I think uh, <laughs> when you make the comparison with the GMC Hummer, I think one of the things uh, that's really going to be fun with this Silverado EV is the four wheel steer. I mean, it's, big trucks are hard things to get around parking lots, and that's going to make life a lot easier in a parking lot.
6: If you and the, the truck is big, right? And trucks keep getting. Bigger. Uh It is smaller than the Hummer, though. It's it's not that wide body. I think it is. It's still is 80 inches wide, and and you know so many. I mean, it is, it's a full size truck, so so four wheel steer is definitely come in handy. We'll see.